Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back with another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford. Come right back at you here. Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Game Source, Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Of course, LakersBall.com, Simblades.com, our good friends at Lakerholics.com. Of course, as well, Upside Swings, NBA Draft Podcast, and done the John McCallion channel. Please like, subscribe, do whatever you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. And if you do... It's sincerely appreciated, but unfortunately we're here because of an emergency, uh, I guess, pod, so to speak, that we go ahead and try to break the news to you. If you haven't heard already, unfortunately, we've heard some very bad and devastating news for the LeBron James family. As uh, Sham Sharania first reported this morning that uh, they were able to keep it under wraps for almost 24 hours that yesterday at the USC practice facility, (laughs) Bronny James, the Oldest son for LeBron James. That's Bronny James, the oldest son for LeBron. Unfortunately, suffered a cardiac arrest uh, or medical event that uh, resulted in a cardiac arrest at the USC practice facility after the workout. And according to reports, he was rushed to ICU. And uh, once there at the hospital in the ICU unit, as of now, he is uh, out of ICU at this point in time. So he's out of intensive care. And he's listed as stable condition. Uh, but I know that according to the statement that was posted and uh, now available on Twitter, aka slash X, uh, I just want to go ahead and make sure everybody knows that he is in stable condition and he is uh, resting comfortably, I guess, from according to reports. So we're going to see what happens with him. But unfortunate, very unfortunate news to hear and see in regards to what has happened to the son, the eldest son of LeBron James. So definitely looking forward to hearing your thoughts in the chat, the best Lakers chat room that's out there. It is Lakers fast break. Once again, the reports are via Sham Sharania that yesterday LeBron James son, eldest son, Bronny James has suffered a cardiac arrest and was rushed to the hospital, was in intensive care, is currently out of intensive care and is listed in stable condition as of this time. 
That is a statement via the family spokesperson. We have not heard yet from the hospital in question, but that is the latest statement at this point in time. The family and the parents are there with Bronnie at this point in time. So again, first and foremost, before we talk about anything else, from all of us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, our sincere prayers and hopes for a speedy recovery for Bronnie James. I know as a father of three children, I know if something happened in a similar account to my children, I know I'd be devastated at this point in time. So I can only imagine what's going through the minds of the, uh, you know, LeBron James, his wife, and obviously the entire family. So my prayers and thoughts, are, and along with everybody else at the Lakers Fast Break, are certainly with them. And our community here at the Lakers Fast Break are certainly with them right now. So definitely a, really a, a very terrible time for us here at the Lakers Fast Break. Obviously didn't want to go ahead and report these kind of news, but when it happens, we said we would try to be here when it breaks. And here today to discuss this, plus also as well, Jalen Brown signing a $304 million extension or agreeing to it with the Boston Celtics. It's a good man indeed. Uh, no pomp and circumstance this time around. Maybe on tonight's show we can go ahead and get back in the mood, but it is the magic man, Sean Grice. Sean, great to have you here. Again, uh, I appreciate you coming on such short notice. Uh, it's just very tragic news. As a father, again, this is the kind of news you do not want to hear. Uh, no, Gerald. Um, I, um, I, I'm I'm thinking about uh, Bryce and Zuri right now as well. Um, being uh, being a brother, um, I can I can't put myself in uh, in Bryce's shoes or Zuri's shoes right now. It's just it'd be a devastating experience. Um, I'm wishing the best for Bronny. Um, you know, and I hope that um, this leads to uh not rampant speculation about what may or may not have transpired but the but the fact that we key in that Bronny recovers as quickly and as um safely as possible this is a very serious incident um anybody going into cardiac arrest is a is a traumatic experience for all involved not just the the individual and uh, I just wish for the best here. I wish I had uh, more words of encouragement, Joe. But it's it's yeah. a bit of a it's a bit of a thorny and um, just devastating issue. I, I can't imagine what the thoughts swirling through uh, the family's heads right now. Well, you've had to go ahead and experience this on the end of being the individual that has had to tend to situations where like this, where someone has suffered a cardiac arrest in the past. I've had a personal friend of mine. He has four sons, his twin sons in high school. One of them actually suffered a cardiac arrest in the middle of a, attending a class. Mm. And I know that at, he, they were active in all the sports that were out there, football and, and such, you know, just tremendous kids. And then just once that happened, and the fact that, you know, they had to bring it back to life and all that stuff, as far as what went the process going through it, that you do in those emergency type situations. I just know that, you know, definitely athletics is certainly that part of it, you know, it's, it's definitely on the back burner at this point in time for, for that family that I know. But I'm assuming at this point in time, athletics as a whole, whether it's the Lakers, whether it's the USC Trojans, whether it's basketball select, whether whatever it's going on at this point in time for the James family, basketball is certainly 
not exactly at the foremost front of what they're worrying about right now. No, absolutely not, uh, Gerald. And um, since there is some some uh, recency bias here, if we look at, uh, at the past case of Damar Hamlin, um, it's I think it's going to be uh, a long road to recovery for Hank Gathers is who it came to mind for me. Yeah, drop dead right there on the basketball court, Gerald. That was probably. One of the um, worst experiences you could have if if you were attending Loyola, if you were just, or if you were just a fan of that team. Um, yes, which I uh, was at that point. Yeah, in time. And I've noted that on the show how devastating absolutely. it was for me as a fan. Absolutely, Gerald, and um, I, I guess um, what's unfortunate about that in, incident is they later discovered that uh, Hank had uh, an undiagnosed uh, cardiac ailment that. Uh, they only found um, when he passed away. So maybe maybe this is a blessing in disguise. Uh, I know it may not seem that way right now, but Bronny is alive, and uh, hopefully they get to the bottom of exactly what happened to him. So uh, maybe in the future that can be prevented. I I know um, heart issues and athletics go hand in hand. Um, we all remember Isaiah Austin, the, uh, former Baylor Bears standout was supposed to be drafted in the NBA, but unfortunately, uh, an MRI revealed he had, uh, an enlarged heart and could not, uh, continue playing in the NBA Gerald. Um, I can say this, Gerald, uh, the hospital that Bronny is at is probably the best, in uh in the western united states as far as it is cardiac it's, care. it's usc medical center is that not yeah. correct yes and they have the best physicians and the best nurses i've obviously i can't speak that from uh personal experience but from uh, a reputational uh, observation that's the best hospital in the western united states so unfortunately the situation happened but I think the James family are, are in the in the best hospital. And um, I just want to wish a speedy recovery to Bronny. Bronny, we're thinking about you. And um, it, this is just devastating. Um, basketball shouldn't be at the forefront for uh, Lakers fans or the James family right now. It should be wholly on the concern and health of uh, Bronny James. Once again, it is the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate you joining us on this emergency edition of the Lakers Fast Break. We did hear the unfortunate news that on Monday, after practicing at the USC training facility, unfortunately, LeBron James' son, eldest son, Bronny James, suffered a medical event which resulted in a cardiac arrest and was transported to USC Medical Center. He was placed in intensive care. He is out of the intensive care and is listed by a family spokesperson as being in stable condition. So again, that's all the news that we have at this point in time, but I think it just wanted to make sure that everybody knew and was out there, the Lakers community, the basketball community, and just the community at large understands exactly the gravity of what's going on because as again, as a father of three children, I certainly don't want this to happen. So I can only imagine what he's going through, LeBron James and the entire family are going through right now. Uh, yeah, Gerald, um, uh, it, it's it's got to be uh, obviously as a parent, you, you you've said it before. Uh, anything happening to your child is the worst experience of your life. Uh, you put your you, yourself in that position 
a million times rather than have your your child experience it and um it's just it's it's devastating and um something needs to be said i think before people tend to run like horses out of the barn with situations like this as far as what's speculated and um, um you know it's not it's not common but it's also not uncommon for young people to have a stroke or experience a cardiac event. It, 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 that shouldn't be lost on people that it can happen to just about anybody. It doesn't matter what kind of health you are in. The heart is an organ. It's prone to atrophy. And Gerald, it is prone to failing. And unfortunately, uh, that's happened in a lot of young athletes um, in the past few years, more so than usual. However, um, needs to be needs to be stated again that there is no uh, news right now about what could have caused it, what uh, what factors led up to it. Um, all we know is that a young man who seemingly in good health. Uh, collapsed and uh, that's a serious matter for everybody involved once again it is the lakers fast break it is magic man sean grice and me gerald glassford thanks so much for watching and listening we truly appreciate it to get the latest updates on laker news please and also our great shows that we have on an almost daily basis please go ahead and subscribe today or like us wherever you see us on social media it's truly appreciated zangerstein one of our awesome members of our laker community says, hey, guys, I really think that AAU has a problem. Like, they literally have more games than European pro-level sports where 14- and 16-year-olds are playing with pros. Obviously, the number of games that that comes into play as far as a high-level AAU may be also looked and scrutinized at after this. My thoughts, uh, what's your thoughts on that? Because, again, it's not like in the past they haven't been playing a whole ton of games growing up. It's not like you go – you, know, you don't go out into the parks or rec centers or practices and play a lot of basketball. It's just now everything gets more magnified mm-hmm. where everybody has a camera or where everybody has a social media outlet. Everybody now sees what these things are going on. And now the speculation, like we talked about, begins. Yes, absolutely, Gerald. Um, you know, I, I do think that that does play a factor, especially especially given the um, – like like Z was saying, the the volume of games they play, not necessarily where they play them, but how many. Um, that you know that is a factor. Um, there, there, you know there is something to be said about um, load bearing issues with these young players and how much um, how much activity they're willing to absorb because, you know, as we know, Joe, when you're young, you think you're invincible. You don't think you're, you're, you're prone to the same, uh, same factors as somebody a bit older, but you know, I, I mean, it can happen to anybody at any time. We, we, we saw, we saw what happened to Demar Hamlin. I mean, uh, an, uh, an athlete in his mid twenties, um, at the peak of his health and he suffered a serious cardiac Event. Now that was different because I, oh, I don't know what actually happened here. Obviously, there could have been some contact involved, but, but that, that was, was that blunt was force trauma. Yeah, yeah, that was based off of yeah, again a hit right into the chest, causing that electrical reaction and the sudden stoppage of, of heart activity, and then we saw what happened there. 
Uh, and but I'm just so thankful that the USC medical staff was quickly onto the scene and uh, part of the statement said that they were able to go ahead and and you know the family is just so thankful for all the staff at the USC Medical Center but also as well at the practice facility what they did to go ahead and treat LeBron uh, LeBron's son Bronny and be able to go ahead and, and you know he's still around with us today absolutely Gerald absolutely and um I didn't, I, um, we've only gotten snippets, right? So Mm -hmm. all we know is that he collapsed. Um, we don't, we, there hasn't been word on whether a defibrillator was, uh, was used or whether or not it was just, uh, CPR. I know I don't want to get into the weeds with people, but there, there is a significant difference between whether or not somebody needs that, uh, that electrical shock back, Gerald, as opposed to just pumping on that chest. Cause you know, Bronny's an 18 year old kid. I'd hate to think that uh, at this point in time, his heart's in a, in bad shape. Zangerstein, you posted a tweet about an hour ago because the speculation already begins and all the conspiracy theories, you know, that was going to happen. And as soon within the, it's terrible that we live now in a society where in within three minutes of me hearing this news, I already think that, the, you know, the speculation and the comp- conspiracy theories are running rampant already. This doesn't surprise me at all. And I don't want to get into the parameters again, because, no. yeah, that's that's just, again, it's very tasteless. Uh, we should all just go ahead as a collective body and baseless just, too, Gerald and, and baseless. Yeah. What proof do you have? You don't have any proof right now based right now. We should just go ahead, you know, just share our prayers and, and just honesty. And as far as just hoping that, that even if you're a LeBron hater out there and I'm looking at, you know, you go even in today in the Lakers, uh, you know, pages on Facebook, the fan pages on, on Facebook, the, the fan areas that are around even lakersball.com and also as well out there in the NBA gallery. So the LeBron haters were posting stuff as earlier as, as today, earlier today on stuff that they could go ahead and ridicule LeBron for, you know what? I hope those people just chill out for a little while and just go ahead and allow the family to go ahead. because this is such a tragic event to give them some space, let them heal. I know the speculation on what LeBron's career will be now, as far as his path, mm-hmm. what look, Bronny James's career, which, you know, again, you have this type of medical event, most likely he will probably not be able to, to play basketball. I, I want to say I'm just speculating on that part of it, but because we've seen similar cases where individuals no longer can play the game that they were playing. But, you know, it's just, just let the family just go ahead and be able to take care of their son at this point in time. Yes, Gerald. That's that should uh, be the um, the number one concern at this point. No, that's in time. not. No, Herbert, that is not correct. Herbert, Herbert. Unfortunately, no, that's not correct. No, we don't know. We're not the medical professionals. You know, you're full of it right now, so you can go and just take your conspiracies, and you can go and stick it where the sun don't shine. So go ahead, and and there, we don't know what caused this with LeBron with Bronny James. Okay, so it's just that point. We're just reporting the news. And again, stop speculating because you absolutely are not a medical professional. You're not there at USC Medical Center, and you have no clue on exactly what caused this particular event. No, yeah, not not at all, Gerald. There is there is baseless evidence for anybody to to state emphatically what precipitated his heart attack. I don't yeah. know. Gerald doesn't know. 
The only people that know right now are the medical professionals at USC Medical, and they're the ones working round the clock to figure out what happened to Bronny and what can we do moving forward to help Bronny and the James family with this terrible situation. Jeff yeah. Green was, uh, by the way, Zangerstein, he had an aortic aneurysm. Aneurysm, yeah. It was a little different, but uh, along the same lines, Gerald's brought up Gerald's brought up Hank Gathers. Um, Reggie Lewis collapsed on the floor of the uh, Boston Garden, unfortunately, and, and uh, didn't wake up. So I'm just glad Bronny was able to wake up and he's alive right now. That's that's actually a blessing in disguise. This situation could have been devastating beyond uh, words, especially for a parent. I can't put myself in that position, Gerald. But as of right now, the only thing we know for certain is that Bronny had a heart attack and he is alive right now. And I'll reiterate what I reiterated before. It is not uncommon for young people to have strokes or heart attacks. It, it it's not it's not commonplace either, but it's not uncommon. It happens every day. It happens every day. And the this cause for speculation is both uh insincere and two dumb. It's dumb. You're you're being you're being like a bad human being right now. And insensitive and stupid, right there. I, I'm gonna quote Joe. I, I'd say more if it, Joe was here, but yeah, it, it's, I, as I told you, Herbert, you need to go and get a medical degree, and then work with a patient that's actually suffered the cardiac event before you actually understand what caused it. So yeah, let's 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 get that out of the way right now. So. Yeah, I think Gerald's correct. Uh, you know, medical professionals read a lot, but then they have to actually talk to patients about yeah. what has happened. And you just don't rampantly speculate what happened to somebody. They run tests. They run blood tests. You know, obviously cardiac uh, you know, tests. whole bunch of things. They're the experts. We're not the experts. So you can't just go ahead and say one thing caused another thing because you know what most likely you're wrong and you come off looking dumber than you were before yeah yes you do sir unfortunately you, you sound very stupid right now yeah um i don't think I, I don't i hope you're not a stupid man but that was a stupid comment yes um absolutely. But yeah, I mean, you see the speculation has already become the conspiracy theories. They're yeah. they're like they're thirsting for this kind of stuff. That they happens. are, yeah. It's yeah. it's it's like shark. It's like a shark uh, smelling blood in the water. Yeah, it's, absolutely. But Shark Week was last week with Jason yeah. Momoa, so I can't yeah. deal with that. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know. Condolences to me. Wow, man. Nice. I I just had talked about that, and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Is that... (laughs) 
<laughs> it doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. But once again, it is the Lakers Fast Break. If you're just joining us, want to go in and mention again that Bronny James, the son of LeBron James, has suffered a medical event leading to a cardiac arrest and had, was transported yesterday, yesterday, Monday, after practice, uh, I guess they was practicing and, and a medical event happened, was transported and rushed to USC Medical Center. He was put into intensive care. He is out of intensive care and listed as stable right now, according to a family spokesperson. But the thing that surprises me most in our society with social media and especially, you know, you know, my limited time at USC, knowing that there could have been people around that, that uh, might have been able to go ahead and leak this out to a TMZ or somewhere else. But none of this got out, my friend. No. None of this got out until Shams reported at 7.30. TMZ made reported earlier, but the first I heard of it was with Shams on Twitter at 7.30 this morning, Pacific time. Very surprising that this event was kept under wraps for so long. A hundred percent, Gerald. Um, but obviously that, uh, that's, um, that's a, use my words carefully here because I don't want to sound insensitive. Um, I think that that goes to the state of how much people respect and love LeBron James and are willing to allow him, you know, some more privacy than say an average celebrity or even, you know, a top shelf celebrity would get Gerald um, because he was probably obviously not LeBron, but his reps and uh, management, I'm sure was on the phone with just, just about every publication because they had this information, Gerald, like it, it, like you said, you know, news leaks in Hollywood bigger than a sieve. So the fact that, it was kept under wraps for this long. It's actually, to me, it's a it's a credit to how much people respect and love LeBron and are willing to allow him and his family the the privacy that that the, um, they have. Uh, one question I do have that wasn't um, clarified in any of the reports was this an official USC event, Gerald, or was this just a pickup game? This was just a, a, a practice in, okay. practice, you know, right. in, in advance of the season. So I okay. guess, uh, again, it's very vague on exactly what kind of drills he was working on or what part of the practice that it was at, whether it's end of practice and whatnot. But it was, again, at a USC facility during practice that the event medical event happened. So it was probably just, again, working out with the team. Because you know, as you know, Bronny is an incoming was is an incoming freshman to the USC basketball team, so that was his play. And obviously, he was going to be most likely a starter on what many people considered to be a top twenty-five college basketball team if everything went well. Because they had, you know, obviously some of the highest recruits. They had three potential great recruits that came out of uh, high school this year, including Bronny James. And unfortunately, as we saw, you know, this is going to be. Uh, affect them as well as far as the UC basketball team but first and foremost obviously is what's going on with the LeBron James family right now yeah that's that's first and foremost uh, I'm sure USC is thinking the same thing we're just concerned about Bronny's welfare at this point yeah. um, basketball is completely in a in another universe as far as a, a worry or concern um, 
Oof, th- this is heavy, Gerald, because you know th- th- a lo- it it when stuff like this happens, it's a shock to everybody. It's a shock to the system, um, and hopefully everything just gets some time to calm down a little bit. And that's what I'm just hoping for right now, because when I heard this news, I I immediately thought of my mother, and now I'm thinking about Savannah James and how worried and um, just in in tears she must be um, that her that her baby is sick and almost almost left her. So yes. I, the, um, I I can't put myself in that position, but I just have immense sympathy for the family. Absolutely. And our thoughts or prayers are with the James family, with Savannah, LeBron, and the entire James family right now after what went on, of course, yesterday with uh, Bronny James. And we're hoping for a speedy recovery. Johnny2k6 says prayers and well wishes for Bronny. Hope it's nothing serious and with no long lasting effects. I hope for the same. Absolutely. I cannot agree with you more on that. Lakers fan 24 says prayers. We truly appreciate everyone out there watching on Facebook, YouTube, and wherever we're at on social media right now. It is the Lakers fast break. Zangerstein agrees. Yep, prayers up. Absolutely. Zangerstein, obviously a great part of what we do here at the Lakers fast break. My friend, though, before we'll just touch on a few more minutes on this, and then we'll go ahead and talk about the Jalen Brown extension, which, uh, you know, all uh, I guess I'm going to have to say it. That almost gave me a heart attack. But then again, we saw that coming, as Joe Sorrell mentioned last week, that it would, as far as the numbers are concerned. Your thoughts, though, on what hopefully will be a speedy recovery for Bronny, hopefully will be a, a you know, a recovery for the James family that hopefully they can go ahead and come out of this looking uh, a lot better going forward and hopefully wishing the best for them as a family unit and for Bronny going forward as well. Yes, Gerald. That that's all we care about at this point in time. We're just prayers up for Bronny. Bronny, on behalf of the Lakers fast break, we're just wishing you well, a speedy recovery. Take it easy. Uh, we love you, man. We love the family. We're here for you. The support will be whenever you need it. All right. But the fact is, is that you know there, as Gerald said, there are. Um, bad actors in this oh, yeah. realm that uh, that are going to try and prey on this situation. And we're not going to have any part of that. It's no. disgusting. It's um, it's su- it's subhuman to me to try and make light or or try and um, redirect, like Gerald said, your hate or animosity towards LeBron and somehow try and turn... Or to something else in this case that you would... Yes, yeah, I I think we're... Yes, that that is wrong, ladies and gentlemen. You do not have any proof, point, explanation right now. You need to be like the rest of us and stand on the sidelines and just wait and pray for Bronny and for the James family. So for, for Bronny... For Bryce, for Jury, for Savannah, for LeBron, we guys, we're thinking about you. This is a horrible thing that happened. We love you, and we're wishing Bronny the best. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. It is Gerald Glassford along with the Magic Man, Sean Grice. Couldn't have said that better myself, my friend. Some very eloquent words by Magic Man, Sean Grice. But before we head on out, my friend, 
Uh, again, prayers for the James family. But immediately after that, we get back to the real life of the world of the NBA, uh, mm -hmm. where the Boston Celtics have come to an agreement on extension for Jalen Brown. And it comes in at a whopping $304 million. So let me break it out as per Bobby Marks. Here he goes. So for 24-25, which is not this year, this upcoming season, but next season after that, that's going to be at a nice $52 million and change. 25-26, that's going to be $56 million. Then it goes in 26-27. That, that season will have him being paid $60 million. 27 and 28 that season will have him being paid at 64 million dollars and it caps off uh, in 2028 2029 that season he'll be paid just under 70 million dollars at 69 million 125,872 dollars totaling out to about 303 million dollars and a little almost 304 million dollars so your thoughts my friend on this amazing signing is you know for somebody that's not a top 10 player in the league someone that did qualify for the supermax because he did make a third team all nba i think or second mm -hmm. yeah something like that uh due to injuries from other stars as opposed to what he did uh, quite personally jason tatum is clearly the number one of that team but mm -hmm. for a number two player on a team going forward and then next year you're going to have to sign jason tatum to a 330 340 million dollar extension that's over 600 million dollars you'll have tied to two players two great players two very good players Two players who haven't won you a championship as of yet. Not yet. No, Gerald. And uh, like you said, it's going to be an even richer contract for Tatum because he's made the all-NBA first team the past two years. Yeah, He's probably likely going to make it for a third next year when they have to pay him the big bucks. Um, yeah, Good, good for Jalen Brown, Gerald. I will say this, though. We do know he won't be carrying his bag in his left hand. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> This is true, my friend. It's, it's an inside joke there as far as uh, if you're a scout, you, un you understand what we're talking about there. But uh, he is holding the bag with his right hand because he goes right-handed a lot. But it is, again, a extension about 303, close to $304 million. Rounded off, it goes to 304. Again, you're committing over the next two years $600 million in extensions to two players, again, who are going to be probably the core of your team going forward. If they don't do it this year, and this year is a flameout or another bust for them, will they reevaluate the situation when it comes to Jalen Brown keeping him on the roster? Because eventually they might look to trade him if it, they don't actually get to a title victory. I think so, Gerald. Yeah, I think... Um... You know, he, he's he signed the contract. He's gotten his contract. Um, I don't think you'd find many teams, unless they're up against the cap, who would kind of quibble about about acquiring Jalen Brown and acquiring that contract. It just it is what it is at this point. Um, like Gerald was saying, uh, Brown was able to, to court a lot of uh, Boston media into uh, voting for him for those uh, all NBA teams. And it just fits with, uh, with the machinations of the CBA Brown Brown met the requirements. Boston has to pay him the money. 
Um, uh, it, that's a lot of money, though. That's a lot of money, yeah. But the fifth year especially is a lot of money, and he's probably not going to be worth that particular number at the time. But, you know, you sign you sign a guy for a contract, and you're hoping you get most of what you want at the front end rather than the back end when you sign these deals. Um, should also be noted, he's got a trade kicker, too, on $304 million? Gerald. That's rich. I'm not sure whether it'd be 8% or 15, but a trade kicker on that deal is kind of a kick in the you-know-what if you're acquiring them. Um, but, yeah, I would say, uh, Gerald, um, the, I think I think the Boston Celtics will actually experiment with this for actually two seasons because they, mm-hmm. they extended Porzingis. Mm-hmm. So I actually think they'll probably keep keep all three of those guys for two more years but i agree with you if for whatever reason in 2024 the boston celtics finally don't uh, don't finish the deal i think you're right gerald i think there will be will be adequate noise that perhaps jalen brown's days in boston are finally numbered but that's the thing though who would take him you know if it doesn't work out it doesn't pan out you're talking about somebody that's going to be earning 70 million dollars i don't know if it's in this uh 33 year i'm gonna look that up on sport track to see if they've updated that as of yet but yeah that's that's a huge salary to pay someone who be in his i think it is early 30s at that point in time if I'm yeah it'll be 32 i think minimum might be like you're right you might be 33 okay um yeah, because he he'll be yeah he'll be about thirty two, thirty three at that point yeah. in time. Yeah, so it, it's right there. That's mid thirties. You're not sure, um, but yeah, that's going to be a lot to swallow for a team to acquire him. Um, it wouldn't shock me, Gerald, if a team was adamant that you'd have to include like a lightly protected first round pick for that last year alone, just based on the dollar figure. Wouldn't shock me at all. Um, but again, Boston had to go down this route when they <clears throat> when they drafted Tatum. Nobody nobody really anticipated Jason Tatum being an all world player. Everyone assumed and presumed he'd be a very good to excellent player. He's taken his game to another level. Boston has to pay him now. Boston's paying Jalen Brown. Gerald, they've given Porzingis a lot of money for two years, and they have Brogdon and White. That's it. Three are really top-heavy at this point. It's about five guys who take up about 80 85% of their salary cap, and they're they're banking. They have to hope that at least two or three of those minimum guys and Jordan Walsh and somebody else really pops because they're going to need a lot of help, Gerald, because they've had to spend a lot of money that really some people might say, like Z has just stated, some people might say that that was poor resource allocation. Yeah. Well, but then again, though, in their defense, and I don't like to defend Boston Celtics very much, and this time I will, but the fact that there's the cap itself is going to increase by mm-hmm. – at what close to 10% each yep. and every year is what speculated upon. If that's the case, it still will be uncomfortable, but it will be easier to bear on those back end of the years. If you decide to keep both. Yeah, no, you're right, Gerald. Uh, the fact that the cap's going up means that they, they probably aren't grinding their teeth 
about it. Um, maybe, maybe every every off season, but they're not grinding their teeth over it. Um, Bloodhound says Tatum can opt out in two seasons. I think Tatum will will sign. He, he's eligible. Extension. He's eligible next year. Next yeah. year he's eligible according to Bobby Marks Bloodhound. So he yeah. could get a three hundred and thirty million extension. I'll look that up because I was just looking at it just a, yes. a little while ago. That's um, right, yeah. bud. Yep. I, I have yeah, to it starts in twenty five. What's three hundred and thirty eight yeah. million starts in twenty five twenty six that he could be offered. Uh, oh as far my, as, well, he's gonna take that. He's yeah, gonna take so. that. So yeah. yeah. I and Blood Bloodhound is right. Tatum can opt out in two seasons. They will have zero depth with Tatum and Brown on supermaxes. That's kind of what what we're seeing, right? Um, but, they had but he will, they he'll be they'll offer him this and he'll take that. See, they they like other teams want depth at a premium like everybody else. That's why they didn't want to trade Marcus Smart. They did not want to trade Marcus Smart just based on his dollar figure that he makes and his impact on the team. But they had no choice. This is this is part of uh, this is part of the business building um, a championship team. You have to make decisions that are hard, and they were willing to give up Malcolm Brogdon. They didn't want to give up Marcus Smart for this exact reason because they have to pay their two top dogs and hope that some minimum guys really either pop or 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 burst out of their shell. Absolutely. So. We'll see what happens, but great thoughts, Bloodhound, uh, and also as well, Zangerstein. Truly appreciate everyone joining us on this emergency pod. Lakers fast break news update for you here. Obviously, the terrible news that we heard that was reported earlier today by Sham Sharanya that Bronny James, the son, the eldest son of LeBron James and Savannah James, suffered a medical event leading to a cardiac arrest and was rushed from the USC practice facility where he was practicing to the USC Medical Center. He was placed in intensive care, is out of intensive care, according to a family spokesperson, and is in stable condition at this point in time. So definitely uh, thoughts are and prayers are with the James family. And we also want to report as well, Jalen Brown did agree to an extension, a five-year extension with the... Boston Celtics that will pay him upwards of 303, 304 rounded off. Well, 337, I'll just, just say is what was looking at, according to Bobby Marks, 300, uh, a little under $304 million as far as an extension is concerned. That's going to start in 24, 25. Will not start this season, but starts next season. And then again, we mentioned that there's speculation that the next season after that, they could offer Jason Tatum, a $338 million as well, which talks about before we leave one last thing. And thanks so much, uh, Zanunu, for going ahead and subscribing today to get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air, like later tonight when we go live on the air with the Lakers Fast Break podcast as we continue our profiles on who is, of course, Cam Reddish. That's our latest profile for the US Lakers. Plus, we'll also give a Bronny update if there's any new information provided to us. But before we head on out, Zangerstein said something that was very interesting because we are a week away, roughly, from when the Lakers can offer Anthony Davis an extension. Your thoughts on that? He won't be offered as many years or the mega bag as we're seeing Jalen Brown and 
you know, next season, uh, Jason Tatum get. But your thoughts on, you know, actually going through the process of offering him an extension next week. Yeah, that that's going to be interesting. Um, I hope I hope they give him every dollar he's worth because they should. It's going. I think it'd be a. I don't think he'll sign it right away, Cheryl. But um, I I think uh, before the end of twenty twenty three, I half imagine that that contract um, would be uh, negotiated and it'd be a done deal. Uh, I think it'd be a, a great deal for both sides. Look. I want him. I want him to stay here. Um, I I realize that, you know, all, I, there are there are there have been certain points in time during the tenure of the Lakers that were thinking, well, the injury history, and you know, can we get something of equal return? But the fact of the matter is, um, transformational player. I'd like him to remain a Laker, and hopefully, they sign the extension. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate you watching, listening to us uh, on this emergency pod. The the Lakers fast break news update. Again, some very unfortunate news in regards to Bronny James. We are hoping and praying for him and his health that he can get a speedy recovery. Hopefully, he's already on well on the way to doing just that. Looking forward to hopefully hearing good news on the status of Bronny James and you know, regarding his playing status, regarding LeBron James and whether or not he would want to continue now as far as playing, because obviously a lot of the speculation beforehand this happened was, oh, he's going to play until Bronny James gets on the court. You know, obviously this changes things dramatically, most likely, but we'll see what happens. But Magic Man, you jumped on, you know, you're right out of the shower into right here on on the, what we're talking about here today. I just came back into the house because I heard it out driving about here in this morning here in Las Vegas, but definitely wanted to go ahead and make sure everybody out there got the news as well. But Magic Man, yeah, thanks so much again for stopping by. I truly appreciate it, my friend. Absolutely, Gerald. Absolutely. Um, I'm, it was uh, an unfortunate piece of news that we got, but... It's like what Gerald said, we are professionals. This is professional worthy news and we need to go live. So get your ass out of the shower and I'll be on in 10 minutes. Um, it didn't go down like that, ladies and gentlemen, but. Um, that's a write off. More speculation. More yeah, speculation. that's a write off. Come on, brother. You don't know that's true. You don't you know. Don't know you that's don't know. true. Yeah. We're hearing everything now. Growth kids, hormones, kids vaccines, you know, all this stuff. Just stop. Come on, everybody out there. Yeah, you don't we, know. We need to stop. We need to stop with this. It's just, it's a highway of speculation. And every one of them is a brick wall at the end of it because everybody's wrong because nobody has the answers because nobody has a crystal ball. Uh, we just need to focus on all of our love and concern for the James family. That's all that matters right now, and that's all we can do. This specul this 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 speculation. It's a, it's it, not only is it negative, it is not productive. It's very self serving. It is. It is. It's. It doesn't serve to help the situation or try and understand it or rationalize it. All it is is ramp, rampant wild um, speculation. Hello, Joe. <sighs> All right, and I'll hear it out just jumping in. A good man indeed. Got to go ahead and catch him at, at LakersBall.com. 
It is Joe Soro. And Joe, great to have you here, my friend. Your thoughts on, on what's going on. Obviously, prayers for the, for the family. That's a write-off. Again, you're just you can spout all that stuff you want, but it, when you're not in the know, you just don't know what, what's gone. Okay. You can just speculate all you want and go ahead and continue to do that. So you're right to spout that if you want to, but it's also our right to go ahead and ignore it. Your thoughts, Joe, on the tragic uh, incident that happened yesterday at practice for USC for Bronny James rushed to ICU out of ICU in a stable condition, but your thoughts on what's going on for Bronny James. <clears throat> There seems to be. It's it's not it's not. How do I how do I say this without continuing the gossip? But I think we're we're stuck in this uh, cause and effect world still from the last few years. Um, I think the first thought that came through my head was: Is this is this going to be something where they're going to tell him you can't play anymore? Because that's what we used to think. At least that's what I used to think. Whenever you hear heart, heart, uh, whenever you hear about heart problems, you're like, oh my God, this is, this is something you can't, you, you can't, you know, take a chance on. So that's kind of the answer I'm waiting to, to hear right now. I'm not going to speculate on what, what caused it cardiac arrest for a 18 year old. That's, that's, that sounds like something that's, that's not just happening in the last couple of years. That might be something that he may have been born with. Um, go ahead, Sean. Go ahead, Sean. I got you on mute. That's, go that's ahead. a great, that's a great point, Joe. That's a fantastic point you made. A lot of it's congenital. Like they, and it's like I mean, I'll, I'll give you guys you know, on me. I'm going to tell you some insider on me. I was born with a hole in my heart. So okay. that's common, Daryl. Yeah, that's common. So you worry about that, whether or not it's closed up for the rest of us. The, the doctors have told me over the years that they are hold on to get this pretty sure that it's closed up over the years. They've been up and they've, they've done scans and things like that. And they've never been able to tell me a hundred percent, but they, they're pretty sure that it closed up sometime in my teen years. But again, like you said, Joe, you don't know, this could be, it could be genetics, could be something, you know, you don't know at this point in time, you just don't know. Yeah. And all the, the gossip again is, is, is good stories. Uh, people every day want to hear, the bad stories because that's what makes them happy. That's what gets their juices flowing because they live a, a, a meaningless, worthless life. And I, I'm, I'm being harsh there because it's true. I had this discussion this weekend about why certain groups, families, friends, whatever, tend to always talk about and focus on the negative it's because positive doesn't make them feel good. They want the drama. That's why these reality shows are so popular. That's why TMZ is so popular. Uh, I, I've I've said things about TMZ and the Desperate Housewives shows uh, with some real malice. And people are like, Joe, relax. It's just a show. I go, no, it's not just a show. It's a program. And it's, this is the reason right here why those shows are bad.
because they teach you to want to now, oh, he got it because of this, and he got it because of that. Oh, what did he do over here? Oh, was it was he hanging around somebody? That's what that stuff breeds. And I have a lot of family members and friends who watch that stuff, and I'm brutal against it. And they just go, oh, this is Joby and Joe. So I hate to say we like to talk about the truth here over and over and over again. <laughs> but what else can we talk about? It's the truth. It's the, the, the mind has to, the mind instantly will tell you who you are. You, the first thought I had when I saw the, 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 the headline, Bronny had a cardiac arrest. Right away, it went into mode of, what did this kid have that we didn't know about? Because you, you've seen it. If you've watched sports as much as we have in our time, you know that's usually what it is. Athletics, I mean, shoot, you have any idea how much, how much work you got to do to be an athlete? And then you get to a level where you're, uh, you know, to 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 a college athlete and then to a professional athlete, it's a lot of lot of stress that that comes to the body there, and a lot of things can go wrong, and that's that's what I believe this is, and I don't I'm not going to really sit back and say it's caused from something else, especially with uh, LeBron. You know, LeBron has been pretty adamant about some of the public stuff that's gone on the last few years, so I don't necessarily think it, it, it would be that, anyways. Um, but it's, uh, it's, you know, I'm thinking about his mom. Imagine that, you know, if you're a family person, if you have any soul first, the other, the second thought was what's his mom going through? What do you, what do you do when your mother finds out you had a heart attack? What? My son had a heart attack. Yeah. That's the stuff that you're supposed to think about, but most people don't know. They want to go online and they want to. You're talking about circle jerking, uh, Sean. They want to circle jerk on the drama into a into a cup. The vaccines, human growth hormone. We've been already seeing it all today, Joe. I mean, again, the kids. You just find out about this, and the kids still in in recovery. You know, coming out of ICU, and already the the it just that's the way society is. Like you said, it just already starts. It already starts. It's not. I wish the best for Bronny. I wish the best for his family. No, you've got one side that does that, and then you got the other that's going like, oh, I'm all ready to go ahead and type up what I'm going to type up. It feels up. good. It yeah, it feels good. Yeah. It feels good to, to, to get into that drama because it, it, it it's the dopamine in your head that, ooh, did he. Yeah, it's, ox- it's that oxytocin rush. Let's yeah, it is, all is it, oh, speculate he, together. Was he, was, he, was he hanging around at night somewhere the night before? Yeah. Well, let's say, let's say Sean starts to get the sniffles. Oh, let's speculate on how he got the sniffles or what has he have? Oh, could it be this? Could it be that? Could it be this? It could be any one number of things that might have caused him after the sniffles. So, again, it, you just can't not – you just got to stop speculating. This time, just feel for the family. Let's go ahead and just try to be a close, unified community and actually just sending prayers. I know LeBron has his haters, millions of haters out there. We see it every day if you go ahead and check out the NBA fan forums. I get it. I understand why there's so much hate for him. But you know what? Again, if you love him or you hate him, we love him here at the Lakers Fast Break. We've appreciated what he's done for our team and all the things that he's done for the Lakers fan base. 
but please we're just even if you do not like him as a person or as individual or what you know whatever he stood for in the past joe's had issues in the past look at him now joe is actually just saying it's heartfelt thoughts for the family right now because he as a father myself as a father we know what would it be like we know how we would feel if the same thing happened to us right joe yeah, I mean, that's, that should be basic stuff here. I, I don't even think we need to make light of it. If we have to make light of it, then we have a real problem. Uh, I just would like to know if his future is is done in basketball. Like, I'm, I'm going back to the to the normal stuff here. I don't I don't really want to delve into his. I don't even want to know his personal stuff. I don't I don't you, I don't care. I don't care about what's going on with other people's personal stuff. I really don't. As long as you're not hurting children or abusing women and, and killing people that are innocent. I, I always say you, you do whatever you want. But, you know, at this point, my first thoughts are, is this going to be something that's going to debilitate him forever, at least yeah. from a basketball standpoint? And that's kind of what I'm waiting on to hear. Are we going to hear more that? times than not, it has turned out to be the case. I mean, it is. Uh, and that's what's sad about this is, is my uh, the, this, the, the jaded and cynical side of me says that this is a this was a probably an undiagnosed problem that didn't come to fruition until now. I'm just taking a guess there. And Ronnie Turiaf, remember Ronnie Turiaf? Yeah, you and uh, Doctor Buss was kind enough to pay for that surgery. One of those things where, when I heard that story, I was like, "This is the this is the man right here, man." I mean, you gotta you gotta. Sometimes it's got to be more more than just about the dollars and cents in the, in the business. You know, you just got to you got to do the right thing. And this is going to likely sound like it's going to be one of those things where could be the end before it even started, which is he's fine. It seems like he's fine. And I, I think he'll be fine. It's taking a guess here from what I've read. But it is it is sad that we might have to discuss the fact that he probably won't be able to play again. If it's what if it's from a a hereditary type set setup. Magic, any thoughts on uh, to compound on what Joe said? Not really, Gerald. Um, those are those are Joe's thoughts, and eloquently put. I'll I'll, ju- I'll just say this, and and you know I'll 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 end it. Um, if you do any research on this, you'll you'll find that um, male basketball players are the number one enemy for sudden cardiac death. Male basketball players. The fact is, is that the research shows is that 30% of all heart attacks suffered right now for young people are from male basketball players and less than half of them survive. It's only about a 48% survival rate. So the fact that Bronny actually survived is, I, I don't mean it in the most insincere way. But it's again. I think this could be a blessing in disguise that that an ailment was found before it could do you know fatal damage. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. Hey, Lakers fans! Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers will look no further than Lakerholics.com with a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA 
there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Once again, it is the Lakers Fast Break. I do want to thank everybody for watching and listening on this basically a Lakers news update in regards to Bronny James, the son, eldest son of LeBron James and Savannah James, who suffered a medical event at the USC practice facility yesterday and was rushed to USC Medical Center. He is out of ICU after suffering a cardiac arrest and is enlisted in stable condition. I will say, though, that before we head on out, Joe, I do want to go ahead and hear your thoughts on the Jalen Brown extension signed with Boston for $304 million extension, which starts not this season, upcoming season, but next season. Your thoughts, the final year, as you mentioned, uh, I think it was last week or the week before, that the back end, he would be getting close to $70 million on the final year. Your thoughts on that, my friend? The Celtics are about to sign two players for a total, if I'm correct. Let's see, what was the number? Uh, I think Tatum is going to be due $363 million, I believe. Yes. So the Celtics are going to have two players in which they will pay 660 um, uh, This is an approximate number based off the info I have. $666 million for just two players. <laughs> uh, they better win a championship <laughs> at some point here. Uh, so that's all I got to say about that. They're kind of, uh, this is the part where timing is playing on the side of Jalen Brown and will play on, well, timing not so much for Jason Tatum because anybody will pay him that money no matter what. Uh, if you, Unless, of course, if he leaves, but uh, it's uh, it's the beginning of the kind of the one percent in the NBA. I believe. I think you're going to see a lot of these contracts, and then you're going to see a lot of lower end pay with maybe one guy that's getting a little bit more money as the third guy, and maybe a little bit more for the fourth guy. So you're going to see a lot of top heavy players, especially when it comes to title contenders, because that's. You gotta that. That's what wins championships is is, is top notch players, MVP type players. Uh, I don't really know what I would have done in this moment. Honestly, I'm still kind of on back back and forth on whether I would have traded Jalen Brown for somebody or someone. I, I I think my instincts told me that I would have done that, overpaying him, three hundred three. I don't. I just don't think he's worth that money. As good as he is, he's not that player. He isn't. That money should be allocated to uh, a Lebr- LeBron in his prime, Kobe in his prime, Giannis to some Giannis. What about uh, Tatum he, next year? Because he, he could be offered a three hundred thirty-eight million. Thirty-eight. That's what it was. So it's three yes. three thirty-eight, not three sixty-three. Sorry. So yeah. three thirty-eight next year. He can't yeah. be offered it now. He has to be offered it right. Next yeah, he's getting that money. Yeah, the, the 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 Celtics are going all in on Tatum and Jalen Brown. They're not they're not going away from that. And we're we're going to see this probably more often than not. Imagine Kobe and Shaq today. They'd be getting that money. I mean, it was already bad then where you had the merry minimums. I think that's what that slapdick in Dallas called them. Uh, for those of you who don't know who the slapdick is, it's Mark Cuban. And he still couldn't do sh- 
<laughs> I almost said something I should say. <laughs> Even then, he couldn't stop it anyway. So, <laughs> but and the funny thing about that is, both Shaq and Kobe were worth five hundred million. If you really base it off of worth, like what you get back, I mean, Kobe can get back five hundred million just walking a week into China. You think <laughs> you ever been that? You ever seen footage of? Kobe going into China, mm-hmm. it, it, it's like the Beatles <laughs> when when they, I mean, times 10 in a lot of ways, because obviously China's a very large country. Well, how do you remember that video of all those women running after LeBron? You had to run away from them. Yeah, well, LeBron was running in, in an escalator <laughs> no, no, was where funny. there was, was three funny. women. I think it was three women. <laughs> Uh, I just and even LeBron had said, you know, I didn't I didn't know how famous I was and, or I, I, Until I was, somebody was chasing me down the road. Yeah, that. And then, of course, he said when he went, I didn't know what fame was until he went to China with Kobe. I mean, I'm telling you guys, man, Kobe was more popular than Yao Ming. That's that's a pretty I remember hearing that the first time. I couldn't believe it. So <sighs> Jalen Brown, uh, with a, you know, very, very good player. But the Celtics had to pay him this, which is a bit of a bummer because he's not that player. Gerald, post what I, I just put down there. I thought it was pretty funny. Oh, let me go ahead and switch to it right now. Okay. What can Brown do for you? Can't go left. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, he's going to be holding the money bag with his right hand. That's for sure. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be slanted walking yes. all year because he can't go left. Yes, he can't go left, indeed. So uh, I, I, I read, I read something uh, just now. Uh, there was a, I, I can't pronounce his name. Uh, Center Vincent Iwachuku, Iwachukui. I, I don't know. I, I, um, for those of you who watch USC basketball, I'm sure you know who that is. He was uh, one of USC's incoming freshmen that uh, had a heart, had a cardiac arrest last year. Was hospitalized, hospitalized for a few days, and then he returned to play for USC in January of this year. Oh, that's good news. And played 14 games. Uh, So maybe we're over overstating this, but I'm I'm still trying to figure out why are these kids having heart attacks like this? That's something I think we need to maybe uh, as a society try to figure out what's going on. Hunter, Tatum is eligible. Yeah, Tatum can always ask for a trade. Uh, but as Bre- as Sean indicated, the extension for Jalen Brown also adds a trade kicker on top of it, which he could waive oh, at any point. Oh God, time. really? Yeah, yeah. He could wa- but he could waive that if he wants to leave. Let's just put it that way. But Tatum, when he signs and is offered, which you and I both know, Hunter and everybody out there, that Tatum's going to get an offer for a three hundred thirty-eight million dollar. Uh, extension next year that's also going to include a most likely a trade kicker as well so i mean but then again these players even if they have those trade kickers like magic man sean uh you know they're they can wave at any time if they really want to leave the team that they're that they are that they're on right now that's right that's right i i think uh gerald's correct i i i think both things can be true at once i think uh, first of all, I wouldn't I wouldn't um, just out and out excuse a trade kicker if I'm getting traded. You have to negotiate that with me. But yeah, that's true, Gerald. If he really wants out, that can be negotiated. But 
But the fact of the matter is that we're still involved in these machinations of the CBA where you paid him over $304 million plus, is it an, I asked, is it 8% or 15% that kicker? Uh, yeah, that's 15. Huge. It's usually usually 15. it's 15. Yeah, it's that's huge. That's, that's almost 20%. On the last year of his deal, it's $70 million. It's it's oh like a God. no trade. I was clock. just gonna say like something no about clock. that, Kurt. I was just gonna say something about that. That's Kurt. about ten and a half million dollars in a in a trade kicker that last year. That'd be hard. That'd be hard for me to waive. But it's like a no, no trade. It's like a no trade clause. It's like so a no trade clause. Yeah, yeah, it's very similar. Yeah, they're gonna make it very hard to trade for these guys. That's why it's so hard to trade right now for guys like Harden and, and Lillard. Because they have Lillard. trade kickers too. What what do you what do you, you before you used to have to trade a lot, mm-hmm. right? When they were making thirty million, maybe forty, right? What the hell are you gonna do? Who the hell are you gonna trade for sixty million? A lot of junk or seventy million, sixty nine. Million. What is what is a draft pick worth? I mean, we saw what happened with New Orleans. Their draft picks went doo doo all the way down the toilet. Not one useful as a matter of fact we got one of our <laughs> draft picks back through jackson Hayes. of all the the, the, the the transactions between another team jackson hayes jackson hayes is the result of one of our one of our trade picks it's 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 hilarious that the nba draft picks always kind of always puzzled me uh this whole thing with everyone going nuts about the 80 draft picks that Oklahoma City has, I'm like, okay, what, what what's what's that going to do? What What is a 20th pick in the draft really going to do for you? Especially if you're not really good at drafting people, which most teams are. So, I don't know. I, uh, Presti's good at it, though. That's, that's, that's why those picks are more valuable than, say, on an average – team joe with an average i think because we're in an analytical era this this infatuation and this giving medals to guys who know how to trade for things (laughs) versus are we here to win or are we here to trade for assets that's what danny ainge has created everyone's like oh god danny ainge is a genius he did this in the Gobert trade. This okay. Well, what, what's that going to do? Danny well, H hasn't won squat since two thousand eight. Well, and and everybody was speculating on draft night. Oh well, why is why is Boston trade, trading all these first rounders for second round? Well, this is why. This is why because they have so much top heavy here that they need to find talent elsewhere. And why did they spread, let Grant Williams go? Yeah, and spread it across. Couldn't bring back Grant Williams. Well, we knew that. We knew that's why they didn't keep Grant Williams. We knew they were going to throw the max at, at, at Jalen. The thing is, we've been infatuated by the, the 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 activity. I thought winning championships was what defined your position. Yeah, or I guess, at least I contending. Guess Darryl, I guess other executives want to want just fawn over Daryl Morey <laughs> having the number one offensive rated team for like three years because he. Traded for James Harden and found all these will be gone second rounders and undrafted. Like it's it's more fashion. I think it's more fashionable than anything else, Joe. With these guys, it's just 
it's kind of to brag about amongst themselves. Like the amount, the amount of respect that Daryl Morey uh, has in the NBA amongst his peers compared to like us is, is vacuous. It's completely different because like you said, aren't you supposed to be judged on winning? Isn't, isn't that what, uh, what an executive supposed to be judged on? Not how many guys have won offensive player of the year awards. How many six man of the year awards do you have? Did you have the best offensive rating in the past five years? Yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's bougie. So the same guys that, I mean, they've all kind of folded under the new societal mentality, right? Hey, we're here to participate and, Hey, we all we all win. Hey, who's the who's the clutchest player of the year? Who's the most improved? Who's all this crap? I mean, come on. I I don't this is about winning. This is sports. This is one thing that you can't really you can't really go that route with. This is this needs to be about winning. And uh with all due respect to Presti and Maury and even Danny Ainge to some degree, Danny Ainge. If his boy in Minnesota didn't send him Kevin Garnett with a nice, easy, you know, Easter basket, he doesn't win Jack squat ever. So how good are these guys? You know who's good, guys? You know who's really good? Jerry West. Jerry West is good. R.C. Buford is good. Those guys are good because you can see – consistency that adds to winning winning championships wasn't just okay you had tim duncan yes a pillar is important but they also got Kawhi leonard they also got manu in the second round they also got tony parker in the late first you know this is this is this is what you need to be judged on winning championships and not just one off some fluke I mean, I guess you could live off that, sure, but I like I like consistency. If you're going to be called great and given all the, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. Now, the thing with Presti is he he had a potential dynasty in his hands, and Oklahoma City decided that they didn't value enough of James Harden. So how, how smart are you? I mean, you're oh, there. Lot, you're watching a, a practice. Lot. He's a lot smarter than Daryl Morey. He's actually put together a team that's actually gone to the finals. I've always said, I've always said, GMs in the NBA are, are some of the worst executives in sports. I can't figure. I, I, I honestly believe I could do a better job than fifty percent of the GMs that are in there. And they're only in there because of circumstance. They've been in the league a certain amount of years, and people just hired these guys because they're they're they know them. There's a lot of nepotism in the NBA. There's a reason why. And if you don't believe me, look at Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar pissed off a lot of people during his playing days, and he got blackballed by the yep. NBA. The mm-hmm. only place that's worse is probably baseball, but the NBA is pretty close. Pat and, Hewing, too, Joe. Huh? Pat Hewing, too. Yeah. You can never crack yeah. it in the NBA. Uh, Rick Barry as well. Rick Barry pissed off a lot of people because mm-hmm. uh, Rick tells the truth. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, he tells you when you suck. Wow, what a concept. Well, I maybe I shouldn't say that, but anyways, the the NBA is is at this point right now is about 
It's going to be about these contracts, and it's going to be about how many people are going to request to go to Miami and L.A. every so often. Because no one wants to be traded to Boston. No one wants to be traded to San Antonio, Minnesota, anywhere where there's cold. You notice that? They all want to go to Miami or L.A. Unless you put a hard cap in and you have to move guys, no one's going to want to go play in Minnesota or or Memphis. I mean, it's just what it is. So I guess it's good for us because we're Laker fans. <laughs> That's for sure, indeed. But once again, I want to mention to everybody out there, our heartfelt thoughts and prayers to the James family on behalf of all of us here and all of our panelists at the Lakers Fast Break and the Lakers Fast Break community our deep heartfelt wishes and prayers for a speedy recovery for Bronny James. Yes. I hope he gets back to the court. I hope, I just hope he lives a be able is still able to go ahead and live a productive life and a happy life indeed. So we're, we're hoping that he does get back well, very, you know, very, very soon, but he is again, as the latest reports from Sham Sharani earlier today, first one report out there, that he did suffer a medical event, a cardiac arrest at the USC practice facility, was transported to the USC Medical Center. Uh, he was placed in intensive care. He is out of intensive care and is stable right now. And the, the family is asking for privacy, obviously, at this time. So anybody wanting to go ahead to the USC Medical Center, please just don't, just don't, just right now. Just, just let the family be right now and let them take care of everything in regards to Bronnie's concern. Bloodhound, Bloodhound made a good point. Matter of fact, I had been talking about that way before, not on the show yet, but uh, Elgin Baylor was the GM of the Clippers for many years who was incapable of really doing anything, even if he wanted to. But he was that he was that guy for that scumbag to say, hey, look, I have this guy here, so I'm cool. But in fact, you you you. It, it was just a figurehead. Hey, we have Elgin Baylor. There's nothing you can say, right? So those type of things, you know, we, we get to that end of what happened there because no one other than maybe Jerry West under the, the gun, and maybe it was hard because Donald Sterling did help Jerry, Jerry Buss purchase the Lakers. So they're kind of caught in that, damn, this guy loaned me a million bucks to help me buy the Lakers. We're going to have to kind of, you know, not really say what we really want to say. I'll but, tell you what, though. Go ahead, my friend. Finish up. Yeah, but it's, it's again, it's just an example, again, of why executive positions in the NBA are are, are, are just not good. There's not a lot of quality there. Yeah, con considering the fact that uh, as we as we're speaking now, Gerald, uh, Elon Musk is going nuts about uh, what happened to Bronny. Oh, don't even get me started there. Yes. I want to know what Elon Musk said. Uh, buy a Tesla. Buy a Tesla. Or, or change your change your Twitter, you know, change a world recognized name into just one letter. X. I love yeah. it. I love it. I, love I can't it. I hope it. I hope he keeps doing what he's doing. What do you uh, say, G? What do you say, Sean? I uh, just, just not, not myocarditis is uh is one of the again speculation. Exactly. Speculation. Speculation. Exactly. Just, just forget it. Just I just want to trash. see Gerald's flustered, guys. Have you not uh, figured that out yet? He's, he's been to garbage. But anyways, yeah. it is. Uh, it and is. We're it's only been. on there because we have to be. So yeah, yeah we're only on there because we have to be. <laughs> see, that's but how they get you, though, Gerald. You don't have to do anything. 
you think you have to do something. That's the problem, too. Stop thinking you have to do something. Well, I'm on there to communicate our our shows to a public. In fact, this show is being translated on X, Twitter. Just say it. Twitter. Yeah, it is, actually. I mean, mean, I'm, I'm... don't don't fall in line with that. Uh, we were given orders stuff. No, but I just want to be able to bring it, bring it to the largest possible audience I can, trying to get us those valuable eyes from what you're saying. Yeah, but you're still that. using his tools, so you can't really, you know. But you know, in, in that instance, though, I mean, like every every man has to be judged on his own actions, and and Baylor's the one who signed the contract uh, to work for the Clippers. So as much as, you know, I love this subject. I've been wanting to talk about this as much as people want to, you know, throw a lot of sympathy or um, rationalization his way. He signed the contract. He agreed to work for Sterling and he's the one who, who years later decided he wanted to get his pound of flesh, not at the time. I love Alton, but there, you have to be real and, you know, he wasn't, he was, he didn't really treat that situation with the respect and the seriousness it deserved. Well, le- lesson needs to be made there that the reason why Elgin Baylor did what he did is for money. Mm-hmm. You know, Elgin Baylor didn't play in the 90s, even, right? This guy played at a time when he was probably getting paid very, very little money and he had a guaranteed job. Guys, lesson. For the day, besides, you know, make sure you give, give your, your your family kisses and hugs every single day because you never yes. know. Agreed. Is never make a decision on your principles with money. 99% of the people out there do that. Be the 1% that doesn't. Take it from someone who's had no money and money. Trust me when I say this. The moment you compromise your values and your principles, and every single day I see it, you were whatever you say or do has no credibility. Zero after that. So be careful. I'll, my, next, my next TED talk will be this weekend, by the way. Well, it could be tonight because we'll be back tonight. Uh, oh, yeah. We with... talked about Cam Reddish tonight. You'll need a yes. TED talk for that. I, I'm yeah. sorry to say, I, last night I did was able to chime in enough to where I was awake. I've been pretty much partying and sleeping the last two days. From That's what was okay. explained in the we, chat. We figured you were either a sleeper in the drunk tank. I was, I was, I, w- I wanted to make sure I was rested here finally coming back I, I had a very good weekend in detroit with the family and weddings and get-togethers i mean it was phenomenal phenomenal weekend very one for the books uh and uh but i'm glad to be back i want to i want to you know, get back into talking about some of the stuff that i'm seeing or feeling already with guys like jackson hayes and and, and cam reddish i'm i'm those are the two guys that i'm kind of picking that might not work out well we'll uh, see uh, but we'll, i hey we'll I, I, I was wrong about dwight dwight howard yeah uh, i will I, say that i was wrong about dwight howard in 2020 so we were all wrong here. about dwight everybody yes. was wrong about dwight nobody thought dwight was gonna work out that time and if you did liar liar well, on that note i will say though tonight we will be talking about cam reddish plus if there's any news that's updated we'll bring that to you on the condition of 
Bronny James. If something is let out and released officially, we'll go ahead and speculate. We'll go ahead and talk about that. We will not indulge on the speculation because it's already running rampant right there across social media. And again, that makes me ill just seeing it. But we will be going ahead and talking tonight about Cam Reddish. You know, who is Cam Reddish? Where, you know, where he's come from? Has he been a disappointment? The story behind him? The enamor, the allure, why people, so many people were fascinated about getting him on the Lakers as early as, what, late last year. They were talking about bringing Cam Reddish to the roster. Well, now you've got your wish, and we'll talk about what he can do for this team and what he may or may not do for the Lakers this upcoming season. That'll be tonight's profile on who is Cam Reddish, plus also, again, an update on Bronny James. And if anything else happens in the NBA today, we'll talk about that, too, as well. So, Joe, Sean, any last thoughts before we head on out? Uh, Bronny, speedy recovery. We're yes. behind you. We're behind the James family. Um, I just want to know, again, Gerald, when I first read that, the first person I thought of was my mother. So immediately thought of Savannah and what she's going through. So so prayers up to, uh, to the mother of Bronny James. Joe, any thoughts before we head on out? Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm just hoping that that's nothing serious. Agreed, my friends. Agreed. Uh, wishing for the best for the LeBron James family, LeBron and Savannah, and it hopes the best for, of course, Bronny James and a speedy recovery indeed. So for Joe Soro, a.k.a. Ox1947 at LakersBall.com, and, of course, his company, Simblades, SimbladesWithAY.com, Magic Man Sean Grice, the madman from Toronto, he will be back tonight. Joe will be back tonight. Please go ahead and subscribe today to get the latest notifications of when we go live on the air with Lakers Fast Break. I appreciate the subscribers to Twitch and also the people who liked our page, Lakers Fast Break, on Facebook. Hopefully you do the same as far as subscribing today. Again, that'll get you the latest notifications of when we go live on the air. So please go ahead, like, subscribe, share, follow, or do whatever it is you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. It is sincerely appreciated. So, again, for Joe Soro, it is also Magic Man Chuck Rice. It's me, Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Our prayers are with the James family right now, but we'll be back tonight talking Cam Reddish and giving you any updates we can right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.